Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash marketing school to learn more and get your website online today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about seven steps for running a successful webinar. So webinars, it's no secret, they are a tool that a lot of direct response marketers use. They're highly converting, you know, people that have courses for $1,000, $1,500, $2,000 plus, or even masterminds, um, they do use webinars to try to convert people. And there's also enterprise companies that use a lot of webinars uh, as well um, to try to get people indoctrinated, to try to drive them to the next step. Because fact of the matter is, when you go into a webinar, people are, you're spending you know 45 minutes, an hour or so educating them on something, you're building a relationship with them, and then you're spending another 20 minutes to 30 minutes closing them on the next step. So webinars are great for that. I think the first thing I would say around running a successful webinar is email reminders. So a lot of people forget to, you know, when you sign up for something, there's so much stuff going on every single day, right? You have social media, you have email, you have people, you know, texting you, things like that. It's easy to get distracted. So just because someone registered for it doesn't mean they're necessarily going to remember. So you can set email reminders for people ahead of time. Um, you know, you can do it three days before and I like to do it, um, you know, you can do it one day before and then I also like doing it an hour before and when it's starting. You don't have to do it that to that extent, um, you can try some kind of variation for that. So that is step number one. Another thing to leverage with webinars is make sure that you have an option where someone can register and watch for a webinar within the next 15 minutes. This only works if you're doing recorded webinars or even if you're doing a live webinar, then the next time you can end up doing a recorded version, right? And with the recorded version, because you just take the live one and put it on repeat, you let people register within 15 minute slots. So in which they don't just go to a webinar page and they can click play. It's more so they have to register and then put in their details and then it starts every 15 minutes. So like 11 o'clock, 11.15, 11.30, 11.45, 12 o'clock, etc. And what you'll find is because people are waiting a bit but not too long, they're much more likely to attend and pay attention. Your attendance rate should go well above 60%. What's a good tool for that, Neil? I use EverWebinar for that. Yep, EverWebinar is great. So number three, using paid traffic is good. I think this is a reason why a lot of people like to use webinars because they haven't built an audience yet. And in a lot of cases, you can use paid traffic to drive people to a webinar. And that way, again, mentioned earlier, webinars are a great way to build uh, relationships with people. But you know, use paid traffic. Use um, you know, create some lookalike audiences um, off the you know people that have converted you know in the past or people that have attended your webinar, um, and then just go from there. And then from you can even use paid traffic to set 
uh, reminders too for people that have you know registered but not attended. Then you can market to those people differently. So you can get sophisticated with paid traffic, but uh, use that to kind of amplify what you're doing um, when it comes to webinars. And one other caveat I would add, just backing up a second to the repeating webinars. Ideally, in many cases, uh, you know you would test out the webinar if you can and see how well it converts before you switch it over to uh, a repeating webinar. And in some cases, like Neil, he spends a lot of time to record ahead of time, and it's it's a high value production. But in some cases, or in a lot of cases where you're just doing like a PowerPoint, well, then you know you might want to try do a few takes first, see how well it converts, and then switch it to the repeating webinar funnel. Number four, use a software program called TurboDial. It can connect with a lot of webinar software solutions out there, or marketing automation more so. So we connect ours with Infusionsoft. And for all the people who watch the webinar, see the point where we're pitching products, services, or capturing a lead if you're in B2B, B2C, or pitching a product more so. What TurboDial does is for all the people that don't take action, like if they click the link but they don't buy, or if they saw the call to action, like fill out a form field, but they don't do anything or even click, TurboDial will text them the next day. You can program to say whatever, but I would recommend just texting them their first name, question mark. So for example, if Eric attended my webinar, he saw the buy button, didn't buy, the next day he would get a text message that says, Eric, question mark. He'll more, most naturally respond with, who's this? Then the person will respond with like, hey, this is Sam from Neil Patel's team. Neil saw that you watched the webinar. He wanted me to follow up with you to see if you had any questions, yada, yada, yada. And what you'll notice is just through texting, you'll get additional like 5 to 10% increase in sales. Number five. So this is kind of building on what Neil just mentioned, or this connects with what Neil just mentioned. You, you want to make sure you have some kind of marketing automation set up where you can market people based on what they did um, on your webinar. Um, so not only can you do it with paid traffic, but you can also do it with tools like Infusionsoft. Um, that's really well known for, for you know tagging people, moving people around. You can also, to an extent, do that with Drip, but I would say Infusionsoft is probably more powerful for this. And Neil, I think you could speak better to this because you use Infusionsoft and you live and breathe this, right? Yep. Exactly. And number six, well, no matter if you're doing a live webinar or recorded webinar, the biggest thing you have to keep in mind is if people don't show up, you won't get any sales or conversions. Doesn't matter if you're in the B2B or B2C space, show up means more likelihood of someone buying or trusting your brand or wanting to buy your product, service, whatever it may be. So integrate whatever webinar software you're using with uh, Twilio. And you can then send a text reminder. So when anyone registers for a webinar, let's say if the webinar starts a week from now or a day from now, an hour or 30 minutes before the webinar, you can send them a text message like, hey, Eric, just want to remind you, uh, my webinar is starting in 30 minutes. Go here to uh, sign on. Cheers, Neil, or something like that, right? But it's a really effective approach to getting more people to attend your webinar. It's simple. Uh, we have thousands and thousands of people on our webinar, and our Twilio integration doesn't cost us more than a few hundred dollars a month. Love it. And then the last thing I want to cap it off with is this seems like a very duh statement, but you want to focus on value. I've seen webinars in the past where they will basically provide maybe five or 10 minutes of value and then focus you know, 30 to 40 minutes on pitching. You wanna make sure your value, it's, it's more tilted towards adding value to the individual first, you know, because there's a lot of people out there that are just gonna try to make a quick buck. Um, that's not how it works. If you're gonna take people's time, their valuable time, literally like you're cutting off their day for 45 minutes to an hour um, or even longer than that, 
you have to consider like how you're affecting them and what you're actually doing for them. So Russell Brunson, uh, he has a book called Dot Com Secrets. He talks about funnels all the time. He uses webinars all the time. He has this video and I think he has a form as well called the Perfect Webinar Sequence. Now I'm not saying you need to follow it to a T because for some brands it doesn't make sense to talk like the way he does. For most people, I would say it doesn't. But you want to modify the elements that you like and make it into your own. But he has a lot of elements that you can pull in there, and he's tested this to death. He 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 does webinars a ton, so I'll recommend taking look at that once again it's called the perfect webinar sequence so neil anything else to add before we hop off that's it all right that's it for today's episode let us know what you think we'll see you tomorrow this session of marketing school has come to a close be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of and don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible we'll see you in class tomorrow right here on marketing school